is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. Wow. Hello, everybody, and Merry Christmas. This is a good friend, Brand. I'm here with my good friend, Scott. Scott, Merry Christmas, pal. Merry Christmas, Brand. Another week closer to Christmas. Exactly right, Scotty. And I'm in the Christmas spirit, especially uh, today, because I got to drive to work listening to the latest episode of Tinsel Tunes. Ooh. And what did you think so far? It's fine. <laughs> ah, it's the best, Scotty. It's great. It's a great show. It sucks when you don't have anything else to listen to, right? Uh, I'm just, you know, I, I've, I'm, I'm just doing you a favor at this point. No, That's it's right. a great show. Um, and uh, yeah, really interesting interesting to hear the history of angels we have heard on high i like i did know that they were two songs angels yeah. from the angels realm, from the realms of glory yeah i i for some reason i never put it together that they derive from the same yep. place in same, my mind they're here. two separate things so uh it's it, it was the wild west back then apparently uh That's spoiler right. alert to people who haven't heard the episode yet but it was the wild west back there when you could just hear a song and go I'm just gonna kind of change it and call it my own thing, and uh, call it my own. Yeah, uh, maybe people will like this one more. Yeah, they were like, "So sue me." Lawyers haven't been invented yet. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, but really great episode for people that want to go check that out. If they need some more uh, Christmas spirits. Uh, you know, thank you, Brand. In in February, uh, Scotty, how are you doing? Are you full of the Christmas spirit after listening to uh, Gloria a uh, thousand <laughs> times over the past week? I really love that song. So yeah, it, it was great for me. I'm back in my instrumental and classical Christmas music kind of phase right now. I don't uh-huh. really want to hear Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra right now, but I love listening to the Nutcracker or there's a Spotify classical Christmas playlist that I just really love it. It makes great background music and it's so relaxing when I fire that thing up at like nine at night. Yeah, I'm not seeking out a bunch of stuff right now, but anytime I stumble upon it. So if I hid in the bushes and I had a boombox and played Reliant K, you wouldn't say, turn that off. Any day that uh, I get to stumble into the Reliant K right. Christmas album is a is a good day, but regardless of what day of the <laughs> year uh, it is. Uh, Scotty, we got um, a lot to get to today, uh, an exciting battle to talk about, an exciting battle to get to, lots of TV or not so much, oh, I'm sure. But first, that mailbag is so full it's moving. <laughs> it's so full we have one email today. Let's open up the mailbag. Right. Letters, we get letters. This is from Phil Clark, and he says, Brandon Scott, I feel I echo the thoughts of your listeners in saying thank you for continuing to fill our lives with Christmas vibes throughout the year. I find myself checking multiple times a week for a new episode now that you're back off daily podcasts, so the recent party episode was well-received. I guess he sent this in January. Okay. I actually have a queue of questions for you, but the most pressing, as a Brit, is my curiosity towards the copious recurring references to Santa's Christmas cookies, which are not a thing in England. I infer they may be a treat left for him when he drops off presents. Uh, he says, I think I, I think he's missing out over here. 
In the UK, they're not as ubiquitous a gift, and we tend towards a classic carrot for Rudolph and a mince pie and brandy for good old St. Nick. Is there a commonly regarded recipe for these cookies stateside so I can make something, or does anything go? Love, love, love the show and the never-ending enthusiasm. What are your thoughts on this, Bran, as a cookie expert? Well, first of all, thank, thank you very much, Phil. I am honestly shocked that... Even though I'm aware that, that the mince pie uh, happens over there, I'm shocked that the lore of the cookie hasn't made its way over. I feel like you see cookies in Christmas movies, but maybe the movies that you see them in aren't. I don't know. Yeah, we're not watching British Christmas movies, really. It's true. It's true. So, uh, nevertheless, yeah, I think it is um, whatever your family's Christmas cookie is. I don't think that there is a set uh cookie for santa so like our family we make a sugar cookie with frosting and sprinkles and whatnot but i know other people that like do the gingerbread and other people do the, the uh, like there's all sorts of different things and mm-hmm. i think a lot of that is tradition uh based off of what you made as a kid with your family so best to my knowledge there is not a set specific santa cookie uh, but I could be wrong. Did you know about the mince pie and the brandy? When he said it, I recalled that it was a bit of information that I knew. Uh, so I maybe would have been able to answer it in a, in a trivia competition if push came to shove. Uh, but yeah, I don't think he's missing out. I think the brandy, I think, makes up for <laughs> the lack of cookie. And then by the time he gets over uh, stateside, he's he's ready for ready for some dessert. So. As a person who has attended Santa training, I can say the brandy is a great extra. Yeah, well, 100%. You may not know this about me, Bran, but I'm a bit of an expert on British culture. Okay. I've been taking a British culture course uh, via the TV for a while. I have a clip. Are you ready? I'm ready. Why are these chimneys always so sooty? Ah, I see someone's left me a mince pie and a drink. Delicious. Ho, ho, ho. That, of course, is from my favorite uh, transmitter of British culture, the Peppa Pig show. The Peppa Pig. Yeah. I know that snored anywhere. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not picking up, I, I've learned uh, from Bluey that in Australia, apparently the Christmas swim is a, a big part of Australian culture. So there you go. That's funny. Jack Ford on the Total Christmas podcast was just talking about the Christmas swim of just last well, there weekend. There you go. There you go. We're not going to do it here in Denver. No, I don't think it's going to take off over there. Although a heated pool maybe uh, maybe might be worth doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's in the, the spirit of the Christmas swim. But anyway. Uh, thank you, Phil, for that uh, that email. It was very kind, and I love learning about different uh, Christmas traditions around the world. So that was great. Oh, I love it. I love it so um, I do have a review for you. We're stuck, I think, at 238, and we might be stuck there for... Quite some time, given it is February, but I do have some reviews still left uh, to go. Yeah, this one uh, came to us on the 22nd of December. It's from Salem 12. Calls our show delightful, Scotty. Mm. Um, I just listened to the three days before Christmas episode this morning while wrapping presents, and I couldn't take the sadness in Brand's voice anymore when he said that there were no new reviews. I found this podcast just this year, and it's a delightful way to spend my drive into work. The length is perfect and sets the tone for a festive day. I love all the segments, including TV listings. The That's music right. in the background, it was a nice addition, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, but the Christmas music battles are probably my favorite part. Me too. Uh, I've discovered so many new and wonderful songs or versions of songs this way. Thank you, Brandon Scott, for uh, the charming show to make my season merrier and brighter. Thank you, Salem 12. And you know what makes me happy about this review is the idea that someone is listening to us while they wrap presents, Scott. Yeah, what, a, what a fun, you know, I know that people listen to us during the holiday season, but when you find out that you're kind of a part, you're, you're integrated into the goings on of the holiday season, it really, it, it makes it like people, you know, maybe listening while they're going to look at Christmas lights or something. There's, uh, it means so much. Oh, that's really cool. Now you don't, you don't know this cause I never told you okay but the first year that you did deck the hallmark you didn't have that many episodes right and i was really into your show because it was one of the first christmas podcasts i had ever listened to and i was Mm -hmm. starting to realize like hey wait a minute there's a whole world out here and i listened again to your episodes like reruns on christmas eve while i was building some gift oh and it was really fun I have very distinct memories of that. I'm always with you, Scott. That's right. Wherever you go. Whether I want it or not. That's exactly right. You hear my voice in your ears. Um, Hey, you got a joke for us? I'm ready to be uh, blown away with laughter today. Okay. This might be the greatest joke I've ever told on this show. Are you ready? (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. What do you call a muscular snowman? I think I know. You do? Yeah. Go for it. I don't know because it's not. I was going to say... I was going to say Jacked Frost. That's it. Oh, it is. Okay, I was going to say that can't be it because he's not actually a snowman, but. Well, that's a gray area. It's a gray area. (laughs) Maybe a a muscular, you could have gotten really specific. What do you call a muscular winter character? (laughs) That's right. Now, Jack uh, that's a good one. Frost. I like that one. I like yeah, that I came one. across that one in the Ha Ha Ho Ho whatever it was book. I laughed out loud when I saw it. Well, there you go. Thank you to Ha Ha Ho Ho. Absolutely. Uh, let's do the countdown. Joy to the world. 308 days until Christmas! Woo! A mere 44 weeks. I love that. And it really is ticking down. It's ticking down, buddy. It's just a uh, tick, 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 tick. It'll be here before you know it. Yep. I went into Lowe's this weekend. No Christmas stuff. Ah. Grinches. Hate that. Hate that. But I got good news. It's only 223 days until October 1st. Let's go! <laughs> or 31 weeks, however you want to consider it. I will consider it. Uh, I got some news if you want to. Let's do it. February 21st, I am heartbroken, and here's the news. Heartbroken? I guess guess it didn't work out between him and whoever it was that he shouted out on Valentine's Day. Was it Delilah or something? something Judy. It was Judy. (laughs) Judy. I guess it didn't work out between him and Judy, which... You hate that, but you know what? You, you know, yeah, you hate that. Lots yeah. of fish up here in the yeah. in the North Pole pond. <laughs> Being married to an elf is a hard life. It is a hard life. It sure is. Well, they, you know, their their first love is their job. Yeah, that's right. They're the toys. Um, we talk about Christmas trees and all different ways in which you can get Christmas trees throughout the year. You know, you can go into a forest and you can get it for cheap. Or blah blah blah. Uh, that's right. Five dollar uh, coupons or something out there in New Mexico yes. or something. One of the things I haven't really explored much of is the Christmas tree uh, markets in like 
big cities like New York City, when you walk down the street and there's a Christmas tree stand, there's a Christmas tree stand, and they're just kind of like plopped on sidewalks and stuff like that. It is, if you've ever been to New York around the holiday season, you see these uh, Christmas tree lots all over the place. And uh, I have found myself wondering, how lucrative is this? to do this year after year, how much money can you possibly make? So you're talking about the business of Christmas tree sales, right? The business. Yes. Well, especially in such a, you got this giant city, and of course you need more than one Christmas tree lot, but you have so many, they're like on every corner. Do they all make it? Yeah, well, we'll have to ask our friend Jax about that, but I'm assuming if you don't have a car, you probably want to go to a very close Christmas tree vendor. You're not going to walk an extra seven blocks with a tree, right? That's that's true. That's true. Um, that's what this new documentary is all about that's coming out this holiday season. The documentary is going to follow five different families who are um, a part of selling these Christmas trees in the big city. The How they get the trees, how they hustle to sell the trees, how much they need in order to make it make sense. And um, that's what it's going to be uh, all about. It's called The Merchants of Joy. And it is a love letter to the people that make Christmas happen in New York City year after year. Um, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm interested to see kind of the business side of of, of this operation. There's obviously a lot that goes into it. And I uh, my guess would be we have five different families. I imagine we will get five very different stories uh, coming out of this. So it's very interesting. I don't think that there is a release date yet for this. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say it was already out because strangely, I'm really excited about hearing this because as you just said, this is something I've never really even given consideration to before. Never thought about it. That's that's true. I haven't either. I, I see them and I'm like, wow, yeah, that's happening. Um, but I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm inter- interested to see what happens. Yeah, I don't think that there's a release date for it yet, but I'll keep you posted, uh, Scotty, as I find out more. Yeah, please do. But this was an idea that I saw and I was like, I got to bring this to the podcast because it's such an interesting idea for a documentary. What if we watch it and we get hooked on the idea and all of a sudden you and I are out there and yeah, that Greenville trying to hawk trees. Well, but that's the thing like with like we obviously have more than one Christmas tree lot in Greenville, but they're spread out. So like sure. you kind of you have one that's closer to you and then like but in there's there's so many of them. There's so many. Yeah, then you want to go to the good one. Yeah. You don't want to go to the bad yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so like I imagine you'll in this documentary you'll have the one family that's been doing it forever. You'll have another family that's like wanting to get into it and this their first year. That's what I'm guessing. Something like that. Like all sorts of different stories can be told to these five families. So I'm excited about it. The Merchants of Joy, if you want to write it down and and save that and uh, maybe come back to it later this year, whatever. Set up a Google alert for that. Let me know anybody who hears about when this is going to come out. I really want to check it out. Absolutely. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get to the TV specials for today, as well as uh, the music battle here on Christmas Morning. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Christmas Morning, uh, your Christmas morning show all about Christmas. And you can't have a show all about Christmas without talking about the Christmas TV that we watch throughout the holiday season and because of TV Scotty throughout the year. TV Scotty, what do we have to look forward to over the next few days in regards to TV? I've got good news for you, Brandon. Okay. The last few weeks have been really light. Yes. But everybody over at MostlyChristmas.com must be back 
Maybe they're back from vacation. I don't know what's going on. So do you think that the, do you think that the, the, the slowness of the past few weeks is a mostly Christmas thing and not a TV thing? You think there's more out there that mostly Christmas wasn't picking up on? I have no idea how it works. I don't really want to ask them because what if they tell us to stop using their stuff? So better yeah, left alone. I'm sure the mostly Christmas people hate us giving them a shout out every episode. I'm sure they're just like, please stop. It can't be bad, right? <laughs> right? So here are your Christmas TV specials for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Wednesday, 10 a.m. on Hallmark Drama, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, The Homecoming. 11 a.m. on Logo, Will and Grace, Christmas Break. 10 a.m. on Pop, ER, All About Christmas Eve. 2 p.m. on Cozy, Monk, Mr. Monk Meets His Dad. 4.30 p.m. on TV One, A Different World, I'm Dreaming of a Dwayne Christmas. 6 p.m. on IFC, Everybody Loves Raymond, Christmas Present. And 11.30 p.m. on Nick at Night, Friends, The One with All the Candy. Mm-hmm. Thursday, 12.30 a.m. on CMT, Reba, Cookies for Santa. 1.30 a.m. on MTV2, The Deuce, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Christmas Show. 3.28 a.m., that's weird, FX, Blackish, Father Christmas. 3.50 a.m. on Nick at Night, Mike and Molly, Christmas Break. 5 a.m. on Hallmark Drama, Touched by an Angel. When you walk down the road. Very nice. An Angel on the Roof. 7 a.m. on Freeform, Blackish, Black Santa, White Christmas. 7 p.m. on CMT, Mama's Family, Mama Gets Goosed. And 11.30 p.m. on TV Land, The King of Queens, Better Camera. Friday, 3.50 a.m. on Nick at Night, Mike and Molly, Karaoke Christmas. 6 a.m. on Logo, The Facts of Life, The Christmas Baby. 10 a.m. on TV One, Living Single, Living Kringle. 10.30 a.m. on MTV Two, The Wayans Brothers, A Country Christmas. 12 p.m. on Up, Walker, Texas Ranger, A Ranger Christmas. 2 p.m. on CMT, The King of Queens, Noel Cowards. 6 p.m. on Hallmark, The Royal Nanny. Not that nanny? No. Ah. No. I think I've taken the nanny out because I don't like hearing the goat sound. (laughs) 6 p.m. on Up, Last Man Standing, Putting a Hit on Christmas. 7 p.m. on TV Land, Everybody Loves Raymond, Jazz Records. 8 p.m. on Hallmark, Christmas with a Kiss. 8.30 p.m. on Decades, All in the Family, Edith's Christmas Story. 10 p.m. on Hallmark, The Sweetest Christmas. And 11 p.m. on Ion, Bull, Home for the Holidays. A couple more Saturday, 10 a.m. on Comedy Central, The Office, Dwight Christmas. 1 p.m. on Hallmark Drama, Little House on the Prairie. Bless all the dear children. <sighs> Even the title. Yeah. yeah. Even the title's boring. It's a good week, though. We have Touched by an Angel yeah. and Little House on the Prairie. Had we had the nanny, I think that would have been a, a hat trick. That would have been great. The trifecta. And finally, great. Sunday, 6.30 a.m. on TBS, Modern Family, Snowball, 8 a.m. on CMT, The King of Queens, Net Profits, 8.30 a.m. on Logo, Married with Children, the episode is just called Christmas, 2.30 p.m. on VH1, Martin, the episode is called Scrooge, and 9 p.m. on Comedy Central, The Office, Christmas Party. And those are your Christmas TV specials for the next couple of days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Thank you, TV Scotty. Um, have we been sent a um, a TV uh, review for this upcoming uh, Christmas party? We have. I don't want to okay. spoil what it is. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I want to request Modern Family Snowball. I, I, I want to okay. hear a Modern Family uh, synopsis at some point. I don't know if you know this, but I have an in with Joe Fulton, the Christmas <sighs> aficionado. Maybe he'll maybe he'll uh, cook something up for us. I'm excited. Okay. Uh, for the people that don't know, we do a, a monthly Christmas party episode, and it's happening on the 25th, which is a Sunday, yep. a Sunday episode of, That's right. of Christmas and morning. We are recording it on Thursday this week. Shannon will be with us, which is mm-hmm. wonderful news. Mm-hmm. If you want to get something in, 
boy, you've got to get it in right away before we record on Thursday morning. I do have plenty of content this month, so don't feel uh, like you have to, like we're begging. But if you want to get something in, please do. Wonderful. ChristmasMorningPodcast at gmail.com. Or just something to think about for next month in March. Yeah. We'll be around. Um, All right, let's get to the battle. Uh, Let's first talk about last week's battle of um, original... Well, not a Christmas love songs was kind of the Christmas love the songs. theme okay. there. They were all originals, though. Um, three different styles. Let's find out which one came out on top. A relatively close battle overall, which is great. Yep. La- last place with 28.5% of the vote, unfortunately, goes to Stink Palm with Christmas Love Story. A great track. Brought to you by Scotty. 18 people decided they're in Camp Scotty. Yes. Yeah, which more than fair. Um, that leaves two other options. In second place is That's Christmas by Maya Rogers. Man, I had just gotten out of my head, and now it's going to be in my head again. Uh, I brought it. I brought it. And it was one of those songs where I first started listening to it, and I was kind of like, yeah, that's fine. But then, like, it got caught in the uh, caught in the old uh, the ear there, and I couldn't stop singing it. So that's why I ended up bringing it. Like a cockroach in the summer. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, which means the winner is a little Christmas love by Little Red Ambulance. I think it's. I think they got it right this week. I think that this was the best of the three, which actually. Bodes really well for us, Scotty, because you have a fun fact about the Little Red Ambulance. That's right, I do. The email in the mailbag today was from Phil Clark. Well, the last part of his email that I held until now, he says, A snowman stole my wife is a banger that, like the other ten Little Red Ambulance Christmas tunes, is full of festive connotations. It even mentions a certain Bruce Willis film, which is not a Christmas movie. It's fun, lighthearted, high tempo, and has a great homage to Queen in the breakdown, What Is Not To Like. I also know that all five of the band listen to your pod, so you'll be making their Christmas if they get a mention on. Well, I would consider this a mention, Little Red Ambulance. We love your music, and if it's okay with you guys, I'll probably play uh, a clip from from this uh, Snowman Stole My Wife in the party episode. Oh, I think that's only fair. How about that? So isn't that great? I love that. And you know what? Kudos to them for not, as far as we know, not submitting their own music. They're kind of like, I would submit my own music all day long. I would absolutely do that. I would would submit it from multiple email addresses. Let's see if anybody else submits it. And someone did. Um, Which, do you remember who submitted it? Was was it? It was Phil Clark. It was Phil. Okay. Yeah. That works out yeah. well. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Little Red Ambulance. And congratulations to the listeners. You're on the board, or is that the second one? Either way. Nope, they're you, on the board. You, you win, the which board is now. wonderful. Um, I believe uh, so far this year, it's... It's like three to two to three one, to two I think. To one. It's great. Yes. We, got a, we got a battle brewing up. A battle brewing up. Uh, let's get to this week's song... Instrumental week. Instrumental week. I found my song so long ago, I forgot what it was. Well, let me do the trivia. Yes, do that, please. Okay. Now, during the original and the instrumental weeks, we don't have any trivia about a current song because it can be anything. Of course. So I just brought a random one. And this is Thurl Ravenscroft sang You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. You're a Mean One. And he was also the voice of Tony the Tiger for over 50 years. Oh, wow. And also, Disneyland fans will know him 
as the bust second from the left on the Haunted Mansion ride. How about that? That's pretty cool. Thurl. Ravenscroft, which is a super strong name, man. Like with a name like that, you've you're you you gotta bake it, right? Yeah. Do you think I should change my name from TV Scotty to TV Ravenscroft? Yeah. Or Scotty bad. Ravenscroft? Scotty Ravenscroft. That's exactly yeah. right. I like Thurl that. Scotty. Uh, we got We're three. Here. We got three instrumental tracks. That was the only guidance for this battle. So let's see what we got up first. Is Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer by Richie K. Yes, sir. a good track brand that reminds mm-hmm. me of just catching music in the wild. Like I just walked by them and that was great. What I love is I love sax. I love acoustic guitar, but like to, did you say sax <laughs> to put them together like that? And it just be, it's just two, two bros playing music together and it works so well. Richie K. That's right. Just give me one of those Home Depot orange buckets and some drumsticks. You get a sax and we'll be out there. We'll, we'll, we'll have ourselves busking. a day. That's exactly right. Uh, up next, we got White Christmas by Discogram. Okay, that's fantastic. I love disco Christmas music. I even did a whole episode on Jingle Jank way back in the day on disco Christmas music. If someone said to me, 
do you want to create a disco version of White Christmas? I would go, no, I don't think that's a good idea. It's a great idea. This this song. Yeah. And White Christmas is a slow song. That is not a slow version. It's wonderful. It's great. And you know what I also love is when a band is named something that will tell you exactly what you're getting into. There's no mistaking what you're getting from a band called Disco Graham. That's right. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by two guys in the subway with a saxophone and a drum. That's right. Uh, last but not least, we have The Holly and the Ivy by The Chartham String Band. Not a stranger to this show. I don't know the distinction between Irish music and Celtic music. Maybe it's all one big bucket of music, but I love it. I love it so much. Was what we just heard the Holly and the Ivy? It was. It takes a while to get into it. Okay, okay. The song is the Holly and the Ivy and I Saw Three Ships. So if you follow the link in the show notes and listen to it, you get two songs for the price of one, which is free. Listen, I, I found out that I found out stuff I didn't know about Angels We Had Heard on High. I was prepared to apparently not know what Holly and the Ivy is. So I'm, gl- I'm glad to know that I'm... Maybe I should do a whole episode on the Holly and the Ivy. I love that song. It's a great track. And okay. lots... Lo- I think uh, it's a song that I have uh, grown to really enjoy because yep. when I'm a kid, I'm like, no Santa. It's, it's, it's very like hidden with its uh, Christmas uh, kind of symbolism. It's a, it's big on the symbolism in that song. Um, yeah. So, Well, my wonderful buddy, Dwayne, who does tinsel tunes with me, listens to this show. So Dwayne, get your show pencil out. We need to do the Holly and the Ivy, unless you've already done it, which may be because I haven't looked. I do want to mention that we got listener submissions this week from Era Evans, Drew Basic, Lenora Gilbert, and Tony Dixon. Thank you all so much for submitting. It's so much fun, Brand, for me to... Uh, what I do is I don't listen to them during the week when they come in. I, I take all of them at once, and then I listen to them back to back. I feel like that's the most fair way to evaluate which one I think we should use yes. on the show. Yes, more than and fair. And it's, it's wonderful. It's one of my favorite parts of the week. It's great. What should we do next week? I'm going to make what? this your pick. I'm seeing on the list a song that I just uh, heard a couple weeks ago as I watched Merry Little Batman uh, to review on Deck the Hallmark. And that movie kicks off with Father Christmas by the Kinks. And mm. I was reminded of how much I love that song and how little I hear it during the holiday season. And so I would like to see what else is out there in regards to Father Christmas by the Kinks. Okay, so go to bandcamp.com, search for Father Christmas. You might put Father Christmas cover or Father Christmas Kinks. Uh, that you might get better results that way. Find something you like and email me the link to christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. 
com. And this was a review or a, a request, rather, that was sent in by Drew Basic. And so, Drew Basic, thank you so much for wanting us to do this song. I'm excited to see what's out there. And I'm also excited to see if anybody takes some stylistic uh, changes to this song, or is it just going to be a lot of punk bands? Like I like. Well, that you you're not going to get a complaint from me. No, no. About but that one. who's out? Like, is is are is the Subway Duo doing this song? I don't know. Pro- probably not. <laughs> I'd yeah. be here for it. I don't think I've ever heard an instrumental version of Father Christmas, but that's yeah. okay. I, I, All right, I'm looking down at the timer, and boy, has this episode run long today. We have people commuting to work right now, circling the parking lot, <laughs> saying, "Come on, guys, wrap it up. I am late. My coffee's getting cold. The donuts are." getting cold let's go it's fair and i apologize we just get excited we're just having you know? so much fun we get That's excited right. uh we will be back on sunday with a christmas party episode it's going to be a lot of fun i hope that you will join us for that and of course we'll be back next wednesday with our regularly scheduled program until then may we be the first merry to christmas. wish you a merry christmas oh. oh i did the deck the homework thing until well, let's try then to get merry, merry christmas. christmas oh dang it <laughs> It's funny, it's funny.